Thank you, Brother Kyle. We welcome those of you in our adult Bible study tonight. We're looking forward to a, a great study, a wonderful study, uh, an encouraging study uh, in the Word of God. First Thessalonians, Second Thessalonians. And it is my plan, class, uh, to take my time uh, in teaching or encouraging uh, from these two great books. As most of you know by now, uh, uh, Paul was in Thessalonica after his first missionary journey. He was on his second missionary journey, uh, met opposition uh, in teaching and preaching uh, the gospel of Jesus Christ. But before we get into that, uh, some of you I mentioned, pray for my wife. Uh, Pat is, has been in the bed for the past couple of days, uh, not feeling well, and uh, so uh, fever, uh, cold, coughing. So uh, hopefully she'll be able to overcome that uh, with the help of the good Lord. To those of you who are on Zoom and wherever you are, uh, maybe radio, TV, uh, we welcome you to the class tonight also. This has been a, uh, to me class, uh, this has been a, a great study. I, I, just, I just enjoy uh, these two books. Uh, I've studied them before, even when I was ministering in uh, Valdosta, had an opportunity to uh, teach uh, these two great books. And even uh, the Georgia School of Preaching, uh, I had a class uh, in First and Second Thessalonians, and I just just always enjoyed these books because there's so much encouragement, and uh, it's nothing like receiving encouragement from the Word of God. Uh, that's that's to me that's a, the Bible. That's our lifeline. For those of us who are Christian, the Bible, and I'm not I'm not ashamed of that class, and I'm not going to take it back. That's our lifeline. That we we are members of the body of Christ. And the Bible, uh, the Word of God, and and far as I'm concerned, I believe everything in this book, from Genesis to Revelation, I believe everything God has said in this book, and I believe it's right. I'm not, I'm not going to argue with you. I, I've learned that now. Uh, there are many people I've come in contact with and want to argue, and some of them want to even fight, you know. And but uh, no, I'm, I'm I'm I am not going to argue with you about the word of God. I believe it's right. Everything in this book, I believe is right. And uh, that's the way we are going to keep it. Now, we did not finish 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. I want to try to finish that tonight, class. Uh, my topic I had for uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, living to please God. Living to please God. And now that we are members of the body of Christ, Christians, what's, what's our main, main duty as a Christian? To please God. You're not here to please me. Now, we encourage one another, yes. 
We encourage one another by what the word of God says. Not so much by what Brother Iverson says or you say, but what does the Bible teaches? What does God say? So yes, class, uh, my, my main topic for this chapter, uh, living to please God. Paul established this congregation class on his second missionary journey in Thessalonica. We've studied, he was there for three weeks teaching and preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. But for some reason, he was run out of town. A lot of the authorities there did not want to hear what he had to say. Paul baptized, baptized quite a few members while he was there. And even the Bible says, even some prominent women obeyed the gospel of Jesus Christ while Paul was there. Paul was run out, went to Athens. Uh, Silas with him um, uh, met uh, Timothy there. But we find here in chapter four or chapter three, Paul sent Timothy back to Thessalonica to see how the church was doing. He wanted to know. Now, here's a young congregation class. Many of the folks were new converts. So Paul sent Timothy back to Thessalonica to see how the church was doing. When Timothy came back to Paul in Athens and gave him a report, that was some good and that was some bad. So Paul said, furthermore, you notice that first verse class? Look at chapter four. Further, of course, here again, I have the King James Version. Furthermore, other words, beside what I've said to you while I was there, in a, other words, in addition, what I've said before, there's some other things you Thessalonica need to know. Then he said, he used the word beseech. I beseech you. And of course, we know that word beseech means to beg. It means to plead. Paul, class, Paul wanted this congregation, this new established congregation to follow the Lord's will. So Paul said, I beseech, I'm, I'm begging, I'm pleading with you. And just like today, class, we too, we, we beg, we plead with the members of the body of Christ to do what's right, follow God. That's our only course, to follow God Almighty. Then he used the word in, in that first chapter, verse four, exhort. The word exhort, I'm, I'm giving you a warning. And should not, should not we be warned too, class? We're living, oh, we're living in some critical times, church. And we, we really need to obey the gospel of Jesus Christ. I tell you, it's, it, 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 it makes your heart, this one now, <laughs> not, not this one, it makes your heart hurt to see things that are going on today. Every time you turn on the news, you, you read the newspaper. I mean, not only just here in Georgia, but all over the world. The whole world seemed to be at war class. So Paul said, I, I, I exhort, I'm, I'm giving you a warning. And then he said, he used the word walk. 
I think I mentioned it last week, uh, that as a Christian, we should walk consistently. I have a, I have a walk. That, that is, I have a living. I have a living as a member of the body of Christ. should be consistent. Should not be wish. Our walk should not be wishy-washy, but should, should be consistent. Class, we live by faith. Paul mentioned you are, you have a new life. There should be love among you. You should be living Christ likeness, Christ like, and everything you do should be to please God. So we see that class. In this, oh, that, that's a, that uh, chapter four, verse one, is a powerful verse. And then in verses two through six, Paul gives them a charge, class, and that is to obey God. Whatever you do, obey God. What is our duty today? To obey God. We are still to obey God, class, as he would have us to do. Why? To, to escape the judgment of God. God's judgment is coming. We'll talk about that a little later on. But God's judgment is coming, class. We don't know when. We'll get into that in, in just a few minutes. We don't know when. But God's judgment is coming. And we need to prepare ourselves for that coming. And that's why we're here tonight. We're, we're, we're here tonight to encourage one another. I, I tell you, class, uh, and I, I tell my wife and children this all the time, I want to go to heaven. Now, I'm not, uh, I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. But I tell you what, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying my best. And that's what, one, one of the reasons why we are here to, to uplift, to encourage uh, one another. And then in verse uh, chapter, chapter 4, class, 7 and 8, Paul uses the word dirty, despise. Uh, don't, other words, don't reject God. Whatever you do, do not reject God. And we should not, class. Uh, God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So let us not, as others do, reject God. In all that we do, class, I'm just a firm believer, class, in all that we do, we should always acknowledge God. Amen. And then in verses 9 through 12, class, of this chapter 4, Paul talks about brotherly love and an orderly life. Having a genuine love for one another, class. Uh, have a, a, a quiet, calm life. To mind your own business. And then to be consistent in your Christian walk. Now, when we look at chapter 4 class, verses 13 through 18, the second coming, and that's what we're going to begin tonight. Verses 13 through 18. Look at verse 13 class. But I would not have you to be ignorant Brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that you sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. Of course, when we look at the word ignorant class, having a lack of knowledge, 
And of course, here is a, a, a new congregation class, babes in Christ, and, and, and that was, of course, that, that, there was some there teaching a false doctrine, that, just like today. We hear about false doctrine. My wife and I, we were, we were on a trip about two or three months ago, and coming back home, I turned on the radio, and you know how it is a lot of time when you're traveling, you, you pick up different stations. Happened to pick up a, a station, and I heard the guy say, so I started to turn, but I let me see what this guy is saying. This, he was saying, or teaching, that the Lord is going to come back, he's going to clean up the earth, and all men are going to live on the earth in righteousness. I, I, I said, honey, I told my wife, I said, honey, did you hear that? Where is, he, where is he getting that from? That the Lord is going to set foot on the earth. He's going to clean it up. And, and righteous souls going to... I said, wait a minute. I said, that's not right. That's not according to God's will. And believe it or not, Claire, there are people in our world who are teaching that this earth is going to be cleaned up. Well, I'm a firm believer that the Bible is right. And we're going to see that in a few minutes, Claire. This earth is not going to last forever. And we'll, we'll see that in just a few minutes, class. Uh, but I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren. Otherwise, I, uh, I don't want you not to have a, a lack of knowledge there are some things that you need to know that is right. Some things you need to know that is true. And to this young congregation class, Paul, Paul wanted to get the truth over to them. And, and of course, they probably have heard all kind of stuff, all kind of false doctrine. Just like today, we hear all kind of false doctrine today. That's not even in the Bible. The Bible doesn't say anything about it. But some man come along and think he knows more than God. Well, who do you think you are? No. There are people today, class, who have a lack of knowledge concerning this earth. So Paul said here in verse uh, 13, but I would not have you to be ignorant brethren concerning them which are asleep that you sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. Now, the word asleep. In other words, those who have passed on, those who've died. What, 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 what's, what's going to happen to those who are already dead in Christ? And perhaps, class, there were some at this time, at when Paul wrote this letter, teaching a false doctrine. But Paul said, no. Look at, uh, I want you to, those of you, if you have your Bible, turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 15 class. Come on. Let's everybody go over there real quickly. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Let's see what the Bible says, class. 
Paul said concerning those who are asleep. Paul speaking to the church at Corinth. And here again a class, uh, I'm reading from the uh, King, King James Version. And I know the New King James Version, some words are a little different than New Revised Standard. Verse 15, behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep. We shall not all sleep. When Christ comes, class, some of us are going to be alive. And that's what Paul is talking about. And, and that's what he's, this new, con, this new congregation, everybody's not going to die. Everybody's not going to be dead when Christ comes again. But we shall all be changed. Now, uh, this old physical mortal body, uh, things are going to change. We don't know how, how God is going to do it, but it's going to be a change. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trump shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible. And we shall be changed. We won't have this class. I, I don't, we don't know how it's going to be done, but we won't have this now. There will be a change. Verse 53, for this corruptible must put on incorruption. This mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption and this mortal shall put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the sin that is written. Death is swallowed up in victory. There will be a change. We will undergo a change for the better. And of course, all of us know, class, as long as we're in this old body, <laughs> pain, uh, you know, headaches, going to the doctor, going to the hospital, having an operation, in the, in the, but, but one day we won't have to worry about that. <laughs> that that's that's the beauty part of it. There, there will be no more pain. There will be no more suffering as we, know it now, as we know it today. So Paul said, look at verse 55. Oh, death, where is thy sting? Oh, grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin. Man, from the very beginning, Adam, go back to Adam and Eve, man fell from the grace of God. And the strength of sin is the law. But look at 57. Look at verse 57. But, look at that, that conjunction there, class. But, thanks be to God. I like that. Paul didn't mean... Paul did not name some other apostle. He did not name some other man. He said, but thanks be to God. And you know, class, uh, every day the good Lord allow us to live, we too, every day, 
should, should ring out of our, just blur out of our mouth. Lord, I thank you. I, Lord, I just, I just, matter of fact, you know, uh, what? Between 5.15, now class, between 5.15 and 5.30, you know it's dark. And I tell you, class, I, I'm, I'm, I'm up in age now, and uh, just like some of you, I, I have a little problem seeing now. I, I don't see as well. So I, I, I have to take my time, and uh, I have to travel the route I know so I can kind of get here safely now. Come on now, some of you, some of you know what I'm talking about. But Paul said, thanks be to God. And that Shouldn't that be our attitude? When the Lord wakes us up in the morning, we're able to go to work, we're able to get our children or grandchildren off to school, or, you know, work around the house, you know. Thanks be to God, Paul says, which giveth, I love that word giveth, T-H, he keeps on which giveth us, class, the victory through who? Through our Lord Jesus Christ. I think about this, class. Every day that we live, every day that we live, here's a victory. You ever thought about that? Every day that we live, here's a victory. Amen. Amen. And look at verse number 50. Here it is, class. Here it is. Therefore, other words, what I've said previously, therefore, my beloved brethren, that's all the church, men, women, boys, and girls. What do I want you to do? Be ye steadfast. And that's what Paul is telling this young congregation. Be steadfast. Unmovable. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. There's a reward for us, class. There will be there will be a reward for all of us, class, if we remain faithful. Don't you want your reward? I know I want mine. I want my reward, class. But you know what? We have to remain faithful. And, and what Paul is doing, class, this new young congregation, there were some problems there. That, that, were, those, that were those in this city of Thessalonica, who did not want to see the Lord's church grow? They, look what they did to Paul. You get out of here. They threw him out. In class, I think I told you this last week, being a member of the body of Christ, with some of you, it had not been easy. Family, friends, so-called friends, it hadn't been easy. But thanks be to God. 
Paul said, thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory. Class, don't lose your victory. That's one of the reasons we're here tonight, to encourage one another, to make sure that we stay online to, 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 get, to get our victory class. So now let's go back. I wanted to read that one class. Go back to First uh, Thessalonians chapter 4. But I would not have, verse 13, but I would not have you be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that you sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. Look at verse 14. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them which are asleep in Jesus will God bring with him. Asleep? 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 In Jesus? Faithful members. Faithful members, class, of the body of Christ. Look, class, I know when I leave this life, I don't know when, none of us know when we're going to leave. But I want to die in the Lord. That's, that's, my, that's my priority. To die in the Lord. To be a faithful member of the body of Christ. So Paul said, here class in, in, in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, for if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. Oh, that's encouraging, class, uh, to know that one day we will be with the Lord. Look at Ephesians. Turn to Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4, class. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherein you are called. Our vocation class is being a Christian, being a child of God, being a member of the body of Christ. With all lowliness and meekness, with all with long suffering, forbearing one another in love, endeavoring. I love that word endeavoring, putting forth an effort. Endeavoring. And, and class, that that's one reason why we're out here tonight. And I know, I know it's a little chilly. It's, well, for some of us it's cold. <laughs> Amen. But, I mean, we go other places in the cold weather. We go to Walmart, you know, Target, Publix, Kroger's, you know. We go other places. So why not, <laughs> why not, why not put forth some effort to come to Bible study? Amen. And Paul said, endeavoring, putting forth an effort. In class, all of us, including myself, we could have easily stayed at home tonight where it's nice and warm, you know, don't, don't, it's dark. But Paul, Paul said to the church here, endeavoring, verse 3, 
of Ephesians 4, to keep the unity of the Spirit, that's the Holy Spirit, in the bond of peace. Here is verse 4. Look at verse 4. There is one body. Of course, that's, that's the church. The Lord's church. One spirit. That's the Holy Spirit. And we do. We do have the Holy Spirit. One spirit. Even as you are called in hope of your calling. Amen. The same thing Paul said to the ch this young church at Thessalonica. He says to the church at Ephesians class that we should continue to be faithful members of the body of Christ. Let's go back now. Go back to First uh, Thessalonians chapter four, verse fourteen. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with Him. Verse fifteen. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord that we which are alive, alive, the, we which are alive. Well, that lets us know, class, that when the Lord comes, some of us still going to be alive. And he is coming. Now, let me, let me get a little ahead of myself. And I've said this before. I, I, I may be repeating myself, but I want everyone to understand. He is not going to set foot on this earth. I don't care what some of those crackpots out there are saying. He's not going to set foot on this earth. Look here, class. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. Verse 15, for this we say unto you by the word of the Lord that we which are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. Them which are asleep, those members who are dead in Christ, class, they're going to get up first. Now, all those in Christ now, not everybody, not, not according to this book, not everybody, those who are asleep, those who are dead in Christ. Class, I want you to encourage me. And I'm going to do my best to encourage you. Stay faithful. Whatever you do, stay faithful to the Lord. I want to be, you want to be, those of us here tonight, class, all of us who are here tonight want to, want, want to be one of those who get up. Now, don't get quiet on me now. Again, I say, I don't care what the false teachers, I don't care what the false teachers are saying, my brother. The Lord is not going to set foot on this earth. Now, I've heard a lot of, I've heard a lot of false teaching regarding that. And, 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 and sometimes I'm, 
where, where is this man getting this teaching from that the Lord is going to set foot on the earth and it's going to be cleaned up? And I, I, You know, I haven't read that yet. I, where is it? I, I haven't read that the Lord is going to come back to the earth and things going to be cleaned up and we gonna, the righteous going to live down here, men going to live down here forever. I'm wondering, Claire, where, where is that? That's not in the Bible. But the dead, the dead in Christ, those who are faithful members of the body of Christ, going to get up first. Class, don't miss it. Don't miss it. Those of you on Zoom and listening, don't miss it. I don't know. I, I don't know whether I'll be living when the Lord comes. You don't know. You don't know whether you'll be living when the Lord comes. But when he does come, we want to be found faithful members of the body of Christ so we can meet the Lord in their church. Class, I know I'm taking up some time, but live right. I encourage you, and I want you to encourage me and my family. Let us live right so that we can die in the Lord, die a faithful member of the body of Christ. Don't, don't, don't let anything deter you. It's not worth it. Let me say it again. It's not worth it. We want to die in the Lord. Faithful. I'm not angry, class. I may, I may, <laughs> I may look a little angry, but uh, some, some of the things I hear just bothers me. The false teaching I hear concerning what Paul was teaching and what some of the false teachers are teaching. It is, class. Let me say this. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me say this. If you know of any unfaithful members, class, let's do all in our power to get them to come back to Christ. I'm serious, y'all. I have a, uh, I have a brother who's unfaithful. My brother next to me. He's been unfaithful for a number of years. And I'm doing my best to try to get him to come back to the Lord. I can't make him. And then again, I'm, uh, I don't just hop on him all the time. Every time I see him, oh, when you coming back to the Lord? When, when, you, come, uh, when you come to the no. I, I, you know, remind, he, he knows. And I'm sure there are those of you who are here tonight have members, maybe in your family, a friend, children, grandchildren, who are not faithful. And I just believe, class, that those of us who are here tonight that's in that category, we are. We are trying to do our best. Because, class, this is nothing to play with. This is real. This is real, class. It's not going anywhere. You're either going to die in the Lord faithful or you're going to die outside the Lord. But the Bible says, 
For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain under the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven. Look at it, class. With a shout, with the voice of an archangel. Archangel? Of course, Michael, uh, if you read Jude 9, Michael was called the archangel. With the voice of an archangel. In other words, everybody, I don't care who you are, everybody's going to hear the Lord. Class, I don't know how it's going to be done. But I know what? I know this. I want to hear that voice. I want to hear the Lord say, get up, John. And that's the attitude that each one of us should have. That when we hear that voice in class, I just believe it's going to be a voice like you never heard before. You know, sometimes you you, you hear people and, and you recognize their voice immediately. But this voice, when the Lord called, everybody is going to hear him. That won't be on, oh, oh, what was that? Uh, uh, did I hear? Uh-uh. When the Lord shout and call for the righteous, call for the dead and cry to get up first, Everybody's going to hear him. That's, that's the beauty. That's the beauty, class, of studying the word of God. We can, tonight, we can encourage one another that heaven is my goal. And I'm just waiting to hear that voice sound off one day. Oh, class. <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, where are we? Uh, for the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then, look at verse 17. Then we which are alive. Everybody's not going to die. It may be tomorrow. Matter of fact, it may be before this night ends. Maybe tomorrow, maybe next week, maybe uh, another hundred years from now. We don't know, but Paul said to this young congregation, and even to us today, then we which are alive and remain, remain where, Paul? In the Lord. Remain. Shall be caught up together with them. With them? those who were asleep in Christ, caught up together with them. Where, Paul? In the clouds. Sometime, class, I'm, and, and maybe some of you, sometimes I'm fascinated by the clouds, uh, how they move about. And sometimes they look like they're not moving at all. You ever notice that? Sometimes you look at the cloud, it look like they're not moving at all. And then you see a cluster. Something else I think about. 
most of us in here have, uh, have had a uh, plane ride. You ever been on a plane? It's not, sometime class, when that plane gets in the clouds, it shakes a little bit, and, and I'll be honest with you, I get a little nervous. Is this thing going to fall out of there? That, that plane gets in that cloud, it's not shaking, but God. We're going to be caught up in the air to meet the Lord in the clouds. Oh, class. Next time, class, just look at the clouds, how, how the Lord moves them about. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand how the Lord is going to do all of this. But I tell you what, I may be a little afraid when I'm on that plane and, and that plane goes through that cloud. But I don't want to be afraid when the Lord called me up in the cloud. Because I know the Lord is going to protect me. Here it is, class. Here it is. Oh, this is good, y'all. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to do what, Brother Iverson? To meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we be with the Lord. So shall we be with the Lord. Class, that's encouraging. Oh, that's in, I, <laughs> I hope I hope all of you leave here tonight on a spiritual high. <laughs> I feel I feel good about this class. I feel good about this. Amen. That one day, one day I'm gonna I'm gonna meet the Lord in the air, in the clouds, in the air. I feel good about it. So should we. We should be a good class. Now, uh, class, that we should, which are alive in the rain, should be caught up together with them in the cloud to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Look at the last verse. Look at the last verse. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Wherefore, other words, wherefore, do all in your power, you, you, you who are members of the body of Christ, you do all in your power. And class, when you think about it, that's one of the reasons we are out here tonight. Am I right? To encourage one another. And I, I tell you what, class, it may sound a little comical, and I don't mean to harm anyone, but if you don't want to go to heaven, I need to talk to you tonight before you leave. If you don't want to go to heaven, you don't want to meet the Lord in the air, you don't want to be in the cloud, I need to talk to you before you leave tonight. Because I want, I want, to, I want the Lord to call me up. Amen. To meet him in the air.
so shall so shall we be with the Lord. Oh, class. Oh. Now, I'm closing. We'll get to chapter five next week. Let us. Let, let us build one another up, class. Amen. You, you are not out here tonight in vain. Amen. I, I, I tell you, uh, I enjoy this class. As a matter of fact, I enjoy all the Bible classes. All of them. Build one another. And that's what Paul is telling this young congregation. You don't, you don't need to get involved in, in fornication and uh, unlawful living and, and, and not loving one another. No, let, let, I, I heard the report coming from Timothy. I know I heard what some of y'all are doing, but you need to let that go. Let that go. And build yourself up in the Lord. Let us do that, class. We all have, you know, we all have problems. Every last one of us here tonight. I don't know what your problem is, but we all have problems. But I tell you what, I hope you leave here tonight confident. I hope you leave here tonight confident that we're going to meet the Lord in the air and be with him forever. Now, as I close, one more. Turn to Psalms 64 class. Ooh, we must get to that. We have just a few more minutes. Look at, let's see where, Psalms 64. That's it. Here it is. Psalm 64. Do you have it? Come on, everybody. If you have your Bible, turn to Psalm 64. This, this is going along with our building up one another class. Look at it, class. David, hear my voice, O God, in my prayer. Preserve my life from fear of the enemy. Yes. Hide me from the secret counsel of the wicked, from the insurrection of the workers of iniquity, who wet their tongue like a sword, bend their bows to shoot their arrows, even bitter words, that verse 4, that they may shoot in secret at the perfect. Suddenly do they shoot at him and fear not. They encourage themselves in an evil matter. They commune of laying snares privately. They say, who shall see them? They search out iniquities. They accomplish a diligent search for both the inward thought of every one of them and the heart is deep. That's some evil people today. That's some evil folks today, class. Verse 7. But God shall shoot at them with an arrow. Suddenly shall they be wounded. So shall they make their own tongue to fall upon themselves. All that see them shall flee away or run away. Look at verse 9, class. And all men shall fear and declare the works of God, for they shall wisely consider of his doing. Now look at the last verse. Boy, this is powerful. Look at that last verse. Verse 10. The righteous shall be glad in the Lord. When the Lord comes, class, we should be glad. 
and he is coming. Let me read it again. Verse 10, the righteous shall be glad in the Lord and shall trust in him. And all the upright in heart shall glory. That was, that was David. I like that Psalm 64 because it, 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 it lends itself to what we were talking about tonight, class. That the Lord is coming again, not to set foot on the earth. The dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive shall be caught up together with him in the air to meet the Lord in the air. So shall we be with the Lord forever. I hope, class. I just hope, and those of you who are listening on Zoom and radio, I just hope all of us have been encouraged tonight. Let's go to heaven. Let's make preparation to go to heaven, class. It's not going to be easy, but we can do it by encouraging one another. And that's what Paul wanted for the young Christians in Thessalonica. He did not want them to go back under some of those things that they were used to doing. No, the Lord is coming. Tonight, the Lord is coming, class. Be ready. May God bless you.